What's up, Internet? It's your boy, Cookie Kettle, Castle, the Animated English Podcast, where anime and game nerds collide. Thanks for joining us. As always, I'm joined by two great friends and co-hosts. First up, we have... What's up, Internet? David here. And rounding out the cast, as always. This week, we're talking about National Video Game Day. That was on the 8th of this month. We're going to be giving a review of Hunter x Hunter, the first two seasons. We have a movie review for Brightburn. And then we have an OP battle, which will put Matt from Chronicle, the movie we talked about last week, Versus the kid, Brandon, from Brightburn that we reviewed this week. So let's start with video games. Uh, give us a list of some of your favorite game series. Um, some of mine, Kingdom Hearts, Metal Gear Solid, the whole series. Uh, obviously, Resident Evil. Uh, Devil May Cry would probably be my favorite. My, my two favorites would probably be Devil May Cry and Metal Gear. With like Kingdom Hearts coming in there in the close third. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure there's like other video game series I fucks with, like Breath of the Wild or uh, Legend of Zelda. I fucks with that. The Pokemon series, like on Nintendo, I fucks with that. But like the two I'm, uh, I mess with the most would be Metal Gear Solid and uh, Devil May Cry series. Did you, have you played all the games in those series, or have you yeah, played I think a the, few of them? I think I missed one PSP version of Metal Gear. Actually, I did play it for a bit, but I didn't really get too into it. That out of the whole series, it's always like the when you start off on console and then you go on to like handhelds, that like version seems to always be my like least favorite. Like same thing with mm-hmm. Kingdom Hearts. Like you're on console this whole time, then you come out with like uh, the uh, Birth by Sleep or 3DS or some shit like that, and then it's the one with the card battle too. I forgot that which one of that was called. But like once they start venturing off into like console, I mean a uh, handheld, those tends to be like my least favorite. But ironic thing about the Kingdom Hearts one though, all the ones that got released on handheld, when they got re-released on the system. Um, when they had the whole package, uh, I actually enjoyed them. They were actually pretty good. I was kind of mad I didn't actually play it as much on the handheld. And yeah, you know what's crazy? Uh, they just, uh, I think Game Pass just uh, gave away Kingdom Hearts 2.8 on the Game Pass. And I actually was going to message you and ask you, was that a good uh, entry point of the series? I think it's all of them 1.5 and yeah. 2.5, then 2.8. They're 2. all on 8. there. Yeah. Definitely. So is that, the, yeah, is that the first one, the second one, but just with updated graphics, correct? Yep. I'll definitely play it, man. If you haven't had, if you haven't had the chance to, but yeah, definitely go for that, dude. Because it has all the console versions and it has the games that branched off onto handheld. But yeah, I would right. definitely do yeah, that. Yeah, I've that. seen that on the uh, Game Pass. But the only thing I, I hate about the first one that I know it's not really in the second one was that fucking gummy mission shit. That's the only thing that always turns me off every time I think about playing it. Yeah, that turned me off on the yeah. first one. I never really like fully upgraded any of the gummy ships on any of the games. I just straight up. Get to where I need to go to Gummy Ship, and that is it, man. I, I didn't, that like, was right. no alternate, to fucking yep. do it. Yep, I didn't take no alternate route. I didn't like build anything. I'm just trying to get to point A to point B with this Gummy Ship, and that is it. I'm not coming back in here to do anything else. Now that's something but, uh, I always like didn't want to talk about because I thought everyone did that. <laughs> I just kept the stock Gummy Ship they gave us from the beginning yep, and beat the yep. game with that one. <laughs> yep, that's it, man. Because like, I'm not trying to go through this shit. Made you do it? That's what I hated. Like if it was like an optional thing where like, hey, skip the Gummy Mission and just load up the game. Like, yeah, sure, thanks. Instead of now, Devil May Cry series, the Devil May Cry series, I played every single video game on that on console. I got them when they ported them over to like. uh I think PS1, then they ported over to PS3, and then they ported some over to Xbox 360, and I got them all. I think Devil May Cry 3 was the one they ported over the most. They recently ported it over to Nintendo Switch, which I think I'm going to grab, because I think it's like 20 bucks. so I'll definitely grab that one. Ironic thing is, like, I remember the first time like I encountered Devil May Cry, I was at a Blockbuster. I know y'all don't remember them, but yeah, they used to exist. Dang, that's some crazy. of the viewers, yeah. <laughs> There's one still remaining in California. Yeah. 
Yeah, and it's popping there apparently. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. But that'd um, be cool to have one here. Yeah, Blockbuster was when I first got the Devil May Cry one. And the what what initially like attracted me to it was like in the cover, like it would how they advertise it, it would always say like this is the from the producer or the maker of Resident Evil series. Resident Evil 2, I think it was. So I was like, you know what? I fucked with Resident Evil 2 a lot. So let me try this John on. I went home and I played that shit for nonstop. Because I think Blockbuster gave you like five days to rent it. You had like five yep. days and you had to return it. Dude, five days straight, bro. I played the shit out of the game. I played the shit out of the game. That's one of those games too. Like I think I was telling um, you guys a while back where sometimes you play games and you get to a point. This happens to me a lot in Resident Evil. And I know it happened to Ron. You get to a point where you missed a lot of shit or you wasted a lot of ammo and now you don't got enough. So now you got to start yep. all back over. That's yep. what happened to me in Devil May Cry 1. So I played that thing like three times. But but yeah, man, Devil May Cry has like some of the best characters that I was introduced to in video games. Some of the best fighting scenes. Devil May Cry 3 and even the DMC version, the last fight against Virgil, is still one of my favorite video game fights of all time, man. Mm-hmm. How about you, Ron? What games do you like with some of your favorite series? I got a I got a mixed bag of like favorite series like obviously Resident Evil that goes without saying but uh series I I really did enjoy that's like at least past console was like Fear I love that game Fear that that game Fear was just like super underrated I think it was like three of them and like two director's cut or something like that yeah I'm just talking about uh, that with Reem recently that was a yeah, really weird game and really it was cool a, actually yeah it was really weird you could like control time a little bit it was like that I love that game um, obviously you know I'm a huge Gears fan I I beat all the I beat one through three. I didn't beat four because I I just got tired of the bro man. They always try to put it in five. I barely even played that because the online component was just absolutely garbage. But um, Yu-Gi-Oh, Siege. Uh, my favorites have been I can sit here and say that the the games that I probably put the most time in since besides the uh, FPS games would be Dead Rising. That probably that probably has to be one of my favorite series. Oh of all time. shit! I forgot to grab that. Awkward. The that was on like sale too. <laughs> he did. He did. He's not even mad at him. It's on me. <laughs> but um, that that's like one of my favorite series. I I think I put so like so many hours just trying to complete the Seven Day Survivor. Like, Which I one did we play together? We was played one or two. Second, we played one and two, but the second one we played a lot of the second one, a lot of the second one. I mean, like countless, countless, countless hours in that. The third one. I didn't really like it, so I didn't really play it. When the fourth one, they kind of made Frank someone completely different. So they kind of, to me, they kind of ruined the series, and it didn't have a a, a, can, a co-op campaign story. It just had like a multiplayer aspect of it, which was fucking stupid. It like, never fixed that, it, huh? You hated it. Nope, it never fixed it. I actually checked like two nights ago. That's um, literally why I stopped playing too, because yeah, the sole yeah, reason for me getting that, playing. I was like, yo, me and Ron mm-hmm. gonna be on this. We played the I'm shit playing, out of part yep. two. We gonna jump on this, and then the next thing you know, there was like literally no more. It was a different type of multiplayer. And ever since I found that out, I have not touched that game. Yeah, I, I haven't played. I haven't played it since, and I and I and I have it uh, downloaded. I bought it, but I also have it downloaded because of the, the Game Pass. I don't. I don't play it. Uh, another series, like another series that I love, is uh, the Walking Dead games. They're mm-hmm. so good. Super underrated. There's uh, the last one I haven't played yet, The Frontier. I have it downloaded, but I, I haven't uh, beat that yet because uh, waiting for the missus to catch up on that one so she could play that one too. Um, that's just some of the series I really like. It's hard to just pick one favorite uh, favorite series. So that's just a couple. Now, Yu-Gi-Oh! too. The Yu-Gi-Ohs have gotten good over the years, but nothing. Yeah, but the reason the why I didn't add 
the reason why I didn't add <clears throat> Yu-Gi-Oh to my favorite video game series because it's literally the same game every year, yeah. but just different cards. So the only Pokemon. one that stood, so yeah, yeah. So, so was Pokemon. Yes, I agree with you with that. But the only different one of all the Yu-Gi-Ohs you already know is Duelist of the Roses. The Roses, that's the best one. That's still the you best. Confuse everything, anything, yeah, and everything. That shit was that literally threw everything you knew about Yu-Gi-Oh up until that point. Just throw that shit out the window because yeah. this game just like. Completely did a whole 360. That game was such a strategic game, too. It was not even funny. I think I mentioned it before. I'm a fan of the Mega Man franchise. I wish there were more. Um, in particular, the one that stands out to me is Mega Man X4. It's one of the first games I got on the PS1. And back in the day, you know, we couldn't have four or five, six different games to choose from. So I played this a lot. I beat the game probably four or five times. And then the two sequels, X5 and X6. It's like one long game, and I think it's pretty dope what they did there. Um, so there, yeah, the Mega Man franchise. I want to play Mega Man Legends. I'll probably get it now that I have the PC up and running. I could probably, you know, download it somewhere and play through that. Because I did play through uh, the Misadventures of Tron Bond, which is one of his antagonists. You get to play as her and with the little server bots, the little uh, yellow head, little robot things. And that was actually pretty cool. So maybe I'll play that on stream at, at some point. I love the Mass Effect franchise. Well, I wouldn't yes. say the whole franchise. Yeah. Maybe just the first two. Uh, the third one was was okay. The Ooh. gameplay was, but the, the gameplay like, was great. Yeah, they they really. Um, the ending was trash. The combat was great. Let's get yeah, out yeah. Let's get out there. <laughs> you do all this stuff to get what nine different colored <laughs> endings? Is all the same ending, but nine different colors? I don't know. That's that was that was whack to me. But so leading don't up get to Andromeda. So don't don't get Andromeda. Don't Dude. get Andromeda. Yo. I heard they made it better though. Andromeda. Ah, yeah. Andromeda, yeah. When I tell you, okay. When I tell you that that we got the special edition, the what, one hundred and fifty dollars version with the ten case that came with like a figure, I was so hyped to like finish the fight. Nope. Nope. Remember when I texted you and said you was like, "How you liking it?" I was like, "I hate it." I was like, "She." They're sitting there telling her the world might die and explode, and her character is just smiling. Bro, that bothered me. It's so like unplayable. Much. I think yeah. I got through the unplayable. second planet. I could not. I literally, that broke the game for me. He was like, and the whole world's probably going to die. And the character that he's talking to, she's just smiling. I'm like, that, no, that's not the face you're supposed to have right now, bro. <laughs> Something is wrong with you. And that literally turned me off. And then I heard they put updates in it and they fixed it. And, and I, I never touched it. It lost me. They missed me with that shit. Yeah, the story wasn't even that compelling, really, either, because it was like, thousands of years beyond the first trilogy and nothing really connected which was fine but the aliens and any they never really stood out to me the little bit that i did play i think i played like 15 hours of it and i was it was it was miserable um and then of course kingdom hearts but i'll i'll leave that to, to dave i don't want to give it too much love but um resident evil franchise we talked about that I haven't played all of them, but the games that I did play <laughs> were really good, and uh, I really, I really messed with Resident Evil Five. Uh -huh. I played that a lot with my with my partner in crime. That's one of the ways that we bonded when we were um, when we were in the beginning of our relationship. We played that a lot, so there's a really tight connection with that. A game. lot, yo. Every time I got on, you guys are on. Every Always. time I got on, you guys are playing. Again. All the weapons, yeah. It, it was ridiculous. It, we would do runs where she would like kill all the zombies, and I would just sit in the back, and then. It had to be countless times. But uh, what drives you guys to continue playing video games? It's something that we've done, at least me, almost my entire life. What are some driving factors that keeps you into gaming? Well, the main thing is it caught me at a young age. Like, usually, like, when things catch you at a young age, it tends to stick with you. 
So like Cliff said, like we've been playing video games our whole life. So like when new systems come out, we're like the first one to grab to a probably not this console race, but back then we were. But um, but yeah, man, just to form entertainment for me, like when I'm having a long day and I just want to chill and like hang out with the boys and like just play some video games like Dead by Daylight. It's just like a way to keep in contact with people as well. Like I said, when we're in a party chat, we're all just like, we're not just talking about video games. We're just talking about all kinds of shit. Mm-hmm. So like I said, it's a form of entertainment. It keeps me entertained. Like, lets me hang out with my friends. And um, like I said, like when I get home from work and I'm like tired, stressed out, and I just need to chill, just throw on a video game and just play for a few hours, get my mind off of shit. Most definitely. Yeah, I definitely uh, feel that. I piggyback off of that. I mean... Lately, my drive hasn't hasn't been as strong because uh, I started finding like a new passion in like you know you guys you guys know stock market and finance and stuff. But what keeps me coming back every time is literally just the competitive nature of it. Like I just love competing. You guys know like sometimes I could be a little toxic because I just want to win. And uh, so that keeps that always that that competitive factor has been instilled in me since Super Nintendo with Street Fighter, since uh, Zombie Ate My Neighbors. Since you know Mortal Kombat, since you know Golden on uh, the sixty four, like that 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 competitiveness brings me back every single time. Even as much as like like last night I played Siege and we lost two games that we just shouldn't have lost because we had a solo person, which I always say never trust the solo person. But <laughs> we had a solo person who just decided that he didn't want to do anything with the team at all, and we basically lost the game because of another game we lost because the solo person left. So that so. That like stuff like that just rages me, but I still keep coming back because I just love how competitive it is. I just like shitting on people. That's what it is. I just want I just want to <laughs> dominate. I just want to dominate the shit out of you and make you go, okay, you got it. And the thing now, the the old aspect that used to have me into games was uh you know the single player aspect with the story mode, the Final Fantasy tens, even like even like the Golden Eye single player, just did that satisfaction you got for beating a game or sitting up all night to the break of dawn knowing you got school tomorrow. Just to get a couple more hours in or one more next save point or one more level, that aspect uh, of the game obviously grabbed us all more than anything. So uh, that's that's kind of like I'm kind of getting back to that, like playing Sakairo and Resident Evil 7. I'm kind of getting back to those days where I just play, I just enjoyed the single player experience. But overall, the competitiveness of a game really what keeps me coming back time and time and time again. Yeah, it used to be the story for me, too. Uh, now it's flipped to be the more social aspect, as Dave mentioned. I used to beat games like like it was nothing. And now I've been conditioned thanks to Call of Duty and games like that. Um, it just kind of feels weird playing a single player game for too long without, you know, interacting with with y'all and playing against other people. The competitive stuff, it kind of wore off on me because of the toxic community. And um, it just you got to always be good all the time. Is it not? Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Used to play until like three or four in the morning. No, we had school the next day. You know, yeah. <laughs> what school, huh? Yo, yeah, that first period class like, was always the hardest yeah. one. You just in there like a zombie, just trying to stay up. But my mom used to leave, she used to have to work early in the morning, like 5 30 in the morning. She would leave the house and she would she would see that I was playing the game. Like, you know, you're taking your ass to school, right? <laughs> you ever do the joint where you try to turn the TV off? You hear them wake up, <laughs> turn the TV off, <laughs> but the game that game's still on. on. <laughs> you know, PS4 nowadays, this shit. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm gonna be snitching on you now. <laughs> yeah, uh, the not your PS4 on. It's a great way just to experience stories. I mean, sometimes I flip flop back to like either really going hard on anime or or comics, but usually gaming is the is the mainstay that um, always stays around. So I don't see myself ever quitting um, playing these games. 
maybe just going back to older games like I'm doing now with the PC, playing more, you know, like Fallout games that were on Xbox that I, I loved. Because nowadays every game is a service that you need to be online. And you got to, like, do a lot to find a story, especially in Destiny, which I love a lot. But um, the story just kind of isn't there. Right. And uh, one other thing about that, just to pick it up real fast, is that games lately I've been noticing, and uh, me and my brother was talking about this, is that, and me and Dave spoke about this one time, that games just try to do too much now. Instead of just trying to offer, mm-hmm. like, kind of, like, one experience, they want to they wanna give you so many. Like, I love Dead by Daylight. It just offers multiplayer. Just play. That's it. Nothing else. Just know, play. Right? That's it. No, no secret behind it's, it. That's, that's all it is. Yes. Yeah. And that, and that's how. And that's why I love Siege too because it's it's just a multiplayer game. Yeah. There's lore behind it, behind the characters and things like that. They give they give you those little those little trinkets. Same thing they do in Dead by Daylight. And I love that. I can just jump on, have a good time, and get off. So that that instant gratification does kill single player games. But I hate games that try to do too much at once. Like for instance, Call of Duty. They want to give you a great single player experience. They want to give you the battle royale. They want to give you. There's so much going on that makes it's like kind of overwhelming in a way. Yeah, I'm, I don't want to beat on Destiny too much, but that's one of the games where you have a single player single player story that you can play with two other people. You have PvP. You have raids. You have monthly events. It's just way too much, and all the cosmetics and microtransactions. You got to buy season passes, which kind of you know takes me away from that. And we right spoke about that. Do we that sound like old before. people? We do. Do we, we sound do. like old people? Saying you giving me too much, take it back. Like, because the coolest looking games, they they put all this stuff into it that we don't really need. We don't need to be like every game doesn't have to be like Fortnite. I agree. I, but that's I, where we're I going. Agree. So yeah, we're gonna be playing a lot of. I'm gonna be playing a lot of single player games moving forward. Like you said, I'm not gonna get the PS5 until hopefully I don't have to get it. Maybe those games will come eventually to the P to the PC. But um, yeah, it's not really. I don't really want to. Do that anymore it's just too much it's just too much work to stay on to stay on schedule with everything all right so let's talk about my favorite anime hunter hunter i've coerced you guys into watching <laughs> the first two seasons at least hopefully you'll stick around for season three but uh what do you think so far you know of the story the lore that they set up the world and who was your favorite characters and so far so uh, how I found this joint was one day I was scrolling through Netflix and I decided to uh, start watching this joint. Okay, okay, <laughs> all on your own. okay. All on your own. Listen, yeah, I found this joint all on my own. Nobody told me. <laughs> no, I'm just fucking with you now. Cliff recommended this joint to me, Ron, um, a couple weeks ago, and then like I've been hooked on it for like nonstop for like the last week and a half. Got up to season three, but so far, dude, I'm really loving this anime. Uh. The first two, the first two uh, episodes were kind of drug on, kind of dragged out. But after that, dude, it picks up so much, bro. Like this shit is my shit now. This is probably behind Naruto for me, man. Naruto, my shit, my favorite anime. But this is a this is a close second, man. My favorite character so far, like it used to be Killua, but I'm starting to gravitate towards Gon. And I never usually do that, like gravitate towards the main character. I usually go for like the side character, like a Vegeta or some shit like that. But like I think I'm gonna go going with obviously kill killer with my second. My least favorite is that Leorio dude. I cannot stand that man for nothing, <laughs> dude. He just and I have not because it's been two it's seasons been already. Mistake, it's been two seasons already and I don't know what he can do. I just know he a doctor. That's it. I don't know his fighting capabilities. I don't know his moves or anything like that. Being a doctor is noble. Being a doctor is noble noble huh what being huh? a doctor is noble in an anime that's your skill in an anime where everybody's <laughs> necessary it's he's thematic somebody get down he did help he I, healed I, I, wanted, I think he healed one person throughout that whole thing and that dude didn't even need healing 
Uh, yeah, that's a fact. It was a trap. <laughs> the, one thing was, the, one, the one thing I will say about that is if I had to pick, if I had to pick somebody who shouldn't have got through that the, the Hunter uh, exam, it, it was him, bro. He, he just he had got the pocket knife, bro. Facts, facts. Yo, he, he got through, he got through uh, copying off their homework, bro. My man got carried, bro. He got carried that whole me. Hunter exam. But yeah. um, but yeah, this show is nice, bro. Like the uh, episode that caught me was that episode when they're in the airship and uh they're training in the gym with the old dude. I guess the head of the hunter the hunters on Netero. Netero. Yeah. Netero. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they yeah, they were training with him and like that's when you were like the first time you saw like some of their capabilities of each character of, of Killua and Gon. And that's where I actually started to like Gon more than Killua because, like, you get all these things in anime where, you know, like Killua, for instance, like, he couldn't get him. So he's like, he decided to quit. He's like, you know what? I'm going to quit. I'm going to go back to my room, blah, blah, blah. And then he was like, uh, come on, Gon, let's go. Usually, you know what? Usually in anime, oh, my friend's leaving, so I'm going to leave too. You know what? We can't do this, so I'm leaving with my friend. But now Gon was like, you know what? I'm my own person. He's like, you can go ahead. I'm going to keep training here. I'm going to keep doing this. And like that, instantly like made me gravitate towards going he was like all right yeah he ain't following nobody he is old man and then to see his joy when he uh because the whole objective was to take the ball from him yeah and he when he used his right arm he was happy about it he was like you know that's what i aimed for and that was pretty dope yeah Yeah, that was yeah yeah i love that too i love that i love that scene too it kind of uh it kind of maybe it kind of reminded me of goku a little bit too much though on that spot that's something his personality definitely yeah and it's not an anime that's too over the top either. Like they don't have no crazy ass moveset. They don't have no crazy hair design. They don't have no like crazy weapons or anything. So it's just like if you look at it, you would just think it's like a basic anime where they like throw hands. That's it. Mm-hmm. But like that joint is so dope, dude. Like there is a few things that got me. Like Ron was talking about this the other day. The two episodes, filler episodes, where it was just basically recaps. I was talking to Kate about this too the other day. Can you imagine? Me so can much. you imagine if this John, if it was uh, when this was new and it was dropping weekly, and that's the episode you got that week, and you had to wait a whole another week? That's what I was saying. How pissed you would be? That's the episode I got. You telling me what happened? That's the problem with anime in general. That's one of the reasons why I don't get into One Piece. I've I just randomly selected an episode, and I saw that Damn. half the episode was just a recap of last episode. Yep. I'm telling you, I would have been livid if that if I was waiting a whole week. Chat, but um, guess what? You, you traded with the fillers. There's no filler arcs in, in, in Hunter yeah, Hunter. Yeah. No. I skipped them, Jones. Don't get me wrong, I skipped them. But like I can see <laughs> no. how but obviously well, you couldn't I didn't have obviously it. Obviously, you couldn't skip it if it was the new episode of the week, if it was a brand new anime. Mm-hmm. I'd be pissed, man, if I waited a whole week busting it up with All my right, friends, but bro. man, you can't I, wait. I told you what you think will happen next episode, and then boom, you get this. I told Stale you face. me. I was like, I was watching for like 15 minutes and I realized. These motherfuckers try and get me. This is a recap. <laughs> and then uh, they could have gave me this in the first thirty seconds last time on Hunter. I'd have been cool with that. No, they went a whole. They went hard. They went a whole episode. Bull you got like, so to at me, you know? <laughs> hey, bro, he literally said, "Imagine being on the on the on the, the, the anime board for that." So, what episode? What what, what storylines you guys want to do they this week? Like, us, mm, let's just let's just do a fucking thirty minute recap. Right, Somebody was like, was cold. But um. But, like, another thing I didn't like about it, like, first season one, especially, it didn't really show you, like, any fighting scenes. They would, like, the Hunter exam. They showed the one thing where Gon got his ass beat. After that, you didn't see nobody else fight. It was over. Literally over. You didn't see no one's skill set, what anybody was capable of. I was hype as hell because I was like, yo, I'm about to see what this nut-ass Leorio can do. 
And then next thing you know, nothing. Gon woke up from uh, getting his ass beat, and then the whole Hunter exam was over. That's like one thing I did dislike. But then on season two, when they were fighting in the um, Heavens Arena, they did show a lot of fight scenes. So like they made up with that. Yeah, I mean the shows. Uh, the shows. I mean, I think the show's great, and that's that's saying a lot. If I like the fucking anime, um, I just I don't I don't like the kind of the the little the little. The little Goku hints I get from uh, Gondo. My favorite character is probably gonna be my man uh, Killua. Kill it with the, kill it with the. That's that's my man's. He 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 gonna do something. I don't know what he gonna do. He might he might fuck Gon up in, the, in later. I don't know. But <laughs> that's, that's my man's. You could tell he just be chilling, yo. He on he on ice at all times, bro. The best the best scene for me with him was is when uh, the three brothers was trying to get him at the hunter exam. And then boy, boy punched the hell out of him. He went flying, and he hands still got his pockets. hands in his fucking hands pockets. In <laughs> hands in the pocket. <laughs> Bro, I was dying. I was like, yo, that's 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 when I was like, all right, that's my dog, cause that's some shit I would have did. Oh, that's all, that's your best shit. Then you was in trouble. But um, I, I really uh, I really like the the series a lot. I mean, I'm, I'm I'm glad I actually uh I won't say take the chance on it, cause I always mostly try stuff at least one or two episodes. Normally they don't catch my attention. But I, I, I probably, I think I pushed through like the first four or five episodes and finally actually started seeing, you know, the potential and things I liked about it, which, which is kind of normal when you're watching anything new. Um, I just start, I just started, I think, uh, season three. I think I'm on like episode two of season three, and so far that's starting off to be a banger. Um, I can't think of the guy's name right now, but uh, I just call him Gon's nemesis, the dude with, uh, I call him Ace for real, for real. I always so call him Ace, but the dude with the cards. He, he's the guy. Is that the dude with the cards? Yeah, yeah. I like him. Yeah, I yo that probably he's probably my sec my my I close fucks with him. Yeah, I fuck with him. Dude is so weird, man. Dude, like watching weird the game. So perverted, bro. That's a Roshi like, I want to break you. He's like, you keep hitting me in the heavens, that, heavens he's arena. Like, not that face. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I said, yo, imagine reading that script, and someone was like, dude, what? Yo, that's the stuff I think about when I'm when I'm watching something. Like, who who thought of this shit? But um, I love I love him, bro. I love him because he like he on res- he's some on res- some respectable shit. He like, man, listen. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fuck with you until you can take this damn uh coin back. So then he stole the shit out of him in the tournament and he was he walked up to him and was like, give me that fucking thing. I know, right? Like, <laughs> I gotta respect. He's like, all right, now we're gonna square up. So I, I I fucks with him because you know he got he got that he got that respectable thing going on. And I could tell he's gonna end up being a good guy at the end. But uh I'm really, I really, really am enjoying this uh this series. Uh I didn't I didn't like that filler episode at all. I, they they had definitely hit me with the okie doke with that shit big time. I I don't like the dad storyline so far. That shit's me like really bothering me. That's like OG really really. That's that dad storyline is bothering me because every time he goes into that little rant about why he want to be a hunter because dad, it just make, it just makes me more mad because y'all really pushing this. And then just for him to get a tape of his dad to say, "Little motherfucker, I don't want you." Like that bothered <laughs> me so much, bro. So much. That got that episode got under my skin so much, and the fact that he was still smiling like that's my daddy, that's like my that. Dad right I was like, come there. on, that's my dad. I can't right wait to there. see you. I can't wait to do the same thing he did to my son. But, <laughs> so that, was, so that, that that right there, that whole arc. I don't know who created that arc, but he got some he got some daddy issues. Talk but, about um, him. The one thing that, that Lady Bugsy pointed out to me is that when he left the island, he was only twelve years old. So he had gone at twelve. 
So when he left the island at 12 and then he finished the hunters exam, he came back. Okay, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Dang. So he did his thing before he was 12 years old and left and never came back. I'm mad at a young age. But it, I mean, I don't I didn't get too far yet. Don't spoil it for me, but they didn't really reveal much about his moms and stuff like that. So I don't know. But yeah, I, I, I get from what I'm seeing, yeah, you're absolutely right. He basically did his thing and left and came back and said, Yo, what's this? All right, better mom. Look like a you problem. Oh, right? here's his tape, like, though. Yeah, I know. Here's his tape. There you go. And <laughs> this, this ring. Don't tell him how to open it. Don't tell him what it means. Don't tell him anything. So that 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 arc really is bothering me. The filler episode. Hopefully, there's no more like that. That so the. Other than that, I mean, it's 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 a watch for me. It's it's a watch. Uh, I actually looked uh, at the ranking, like the you know the. The rankings on YouTube, what they give it and stuff like that. It actually got like really high rankings too, so that's also good. It means I got more to look forward to. I think it's what like three more. I got three, four more seasons. Four more seasons. Maybe, maybe just the three. There's one long season. Uh, this is my second time watching this series, and a lot of things I took for granted the first time around, as far as like the world around them. After reading some of the mangas when when it's finished. Um, I'm really, really enjoying the way that they're pacing things along and not really giving you too much because it's a big mystery about the hunter world. And in the beginning, they talk about the, the riches and the, the mysterious nature of the world outside of the cities that we see. And it's, it's just amazing. Just watch it again. I'm really in awe with the uh, the writers and the animators. I'm just kind of like geeking the whole time watching this again. Kilo was my favorite character through the series as someone who's finished it. Kilo is my, my favorite character. Um, I'm really excited to see you guys' reaction to him as things progress, especially um, in the in the coming seasons, in season four in particular. And this season you're watching right now, season three, is my favorite season. Um, and you'll see. You'll see why in, in a minute. There's one thing I didn't touch on. Uh, uh, the like you uh, It just brought to my attention, like you were saying, the world of the Hunter Hunter. It's super interesting because at first glance, I thought it was like, set in some fucking olden times like before technology and then the one then the one scene somebody had a fucking phone and a laptop and i was yeah. like whoa so i well I they got like laptops after they get the hunter exam because yeah, they could yeah. type shit to find out what to do and whatnot basically so you, threw me off. Bad, you a king bro yeah you, you, the the yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can pretty much do anything you want that's what leorio went to do that to get into med school for free like they yeah. can't they can't turn you down and as you see other hunters and what they do like we saw the cooking hunters which was a good thing yeah. to see um i think there's another type of hunter we meet down the line um uh, I'm, I'm just so excited for after season after season three, what you guys are going to witness. And we could definitely talk about that, the uh, Chimera Ant arc. Anything else you want to? I watched this joint dub. So we're watching the first few seasons dub. That's how I watched them on Netflix. And I had to switch to sub because season four wasn't on Netflix. It was on Crunchyroll. I think I'll do the same thing because I just like their voices and especially the, the nemesis that we'll be meeting. Later on down the line, I'll probably give it a shot to see what their voices sound like in English, but I'm sure it'll turn me off. Um, like I said, one of you guys, I think, watch like My Hero in English, and I can't stand it in English. I just can't. But I guess it's whatever you listen to first. That's true. That's true. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm really appreciative that you that you put me on. Uh, I can't say the next recommendation is gonna be any good, but you know, for those <laughs> this is the standard. Well, the movie just seems to be like a dud, but the anime it seems like I'm getting you know, I'm good on the anime tip. 
Anime tip, you got it. You got it. I, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for you to recommend an anime so it, and it'll be bad, so then I can shit on you. But um, <laughs> so far, so far, that, that's where we are. So, that's where we are, Ron. Okay. <laughs> I'm just waiting. Yeah, man. Every time I watch something, I'm like, oh, this is gonna be terrible. Oh, it's actually pretty good. <laughs> but um, I'm I'm actually uh, you know, you as you guys know, like as far as time and stuff, I really didn't have time to watch anime. And and I, it's really hard for me to like anime too because once I see certain character arcs and certain kind of characters they force upon you or the same standard Dragon Ball Z mode, I just get super turned off like right away. Like even even with like uh Karapika, like him, like the silent fucking smart dude, like his his character is gonna bother me for the rest of the series just oh, because. I, I, like, I don't think so. I don't. Uh, think like so. motherfucker, I know you know the answer to this. Just tell us why we gotta wait till his dead <laughs> silence for you want to say something in your fucking breath. That's anime, bro. is my second favorite character now. You mentioned your first and second. He's my second favorite character. It would be the first, but you'll see. You'll see. Yeah, well, and hopefully, I mean, I'm, obviously I'm being a little premature because they just finished the 100 exam. So to me, I feel like the story is really about to start now. Like, we just watch them on the come up. Now they real hustlers, for real, for real. So <laughs> that, that, that was great. Them introducing the red and stuff like that was great to add another, like, you know, layer to the, to the fighting. Like, that I didn't see coming because I thought they were just going to be squaring up all the time. So... That was a nice little layer to add to it. Now you can look out for the, these types, uh, you know, rock, paper, scissors types of people, like who would go better against each other in a fight. So it's super interesting. It's super, super interesting. It made me, you know, made me look into the lore, their video games and stuff like that. So I'm a fan. Might have to get a couple pops. Oh, all right. That's, that's really good to hear. Really good to hear. We'll be talking about this as things go along. Uh, the season, the series is over. So maybe I'm thinking about season four. We'll probably be finished this next month if you guys are going to keep uh, binging it. But yeah, if you like Hunter Hunter, let us know uh, some of your favorite characters, your favorite scenes, your favorite um, fight scenes, your favorite seasons, all on our Instagram and Discord. So let's go into our review this week, uh, Brightburn, which was recommended to us by Dave. And this film, uh, I don't know. Are, are we giving our feelings on this first, or you want to give a little background on this? Go ahead and give a little background. <laughs> All right, this movie came out last year. It stars Elizabeth Banks, and I forgot dude's name. He was in the office. He was um, Pam's yeah, boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and seeing him in this role was kind of whatever. And the kid that I thought he was from Stranger Things, but he he looks familiar, but not. I don't know who that boy is. I have to look him up to see who he is. But um, basically, it's like this this kid is granted to this couple who's having a hard time having conceiving, and it's like a Superman story. They're on a farm. This kid joins their family, and he eventually finds out his origins. And from there, madness ensues. Uh, so we're going to review this film. We just watched this. It's on Amazon. or it's not Amazon. It's on Amazon through Stars. I had to sign up for that seven-day trial. I got to cancel that, John, before, yeah. before I forget. I'll see what else is on there. But anyways, let's get into the review. What do you guys think of this film? I liked it. I didn't mind mm. it. But it could have mm. been way, way better. Mm. Um... You want to go first, Ron? You go. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. But no, I, I fucked with it. Kate liked it too, mm. man. Like, the thing is, like, when he first shows up, and like, all you hear is like that loud ass noise outside, like something crashing, and then they go outside, and then the time skip happens. I'm not a big fan of like time skips in movies, especially like when it's important, because it they went outside, saw what happened, and next thing you know, they got a kid. That's how, like, far the time skip happened. And obviously, like, I had some questions, too. I was like, man, is this the kid from there, from that alien spaceship that just landed? And obviously, you find out it is. 
And my thing is, like, they kept the spaceship that he showed up in. I guess they put it in, like, a barn. Like, why would you keep that? Like, why would you want that thing anywhere near this little kid that you technically stole, I guess, that you can say? Like, why would you want this thing? Like, you didn't think that, like, down the road when he gets older, like, this, he might have some attraction to this and know where it's at or have some feelings toward it and, like, lead him to it. That's basically what happened. So, um, and then when he was sleeping in the middle of the night, like, they went out there and he saw that shit and he didn't open it because I guess it was locked and Elizabeth Banks stopped him and whatnot. And then, like, from there on, I don't know what triggered his, his special abilities, but when he found out he can do shit... This little motherfucker was not afraid to use it. Yep. Yeah, he, he was yeah. not afraid to use this shit. And when he used it, GG. There was no get that scene where he killed that lady in the restaurant. Yo, know, he tore her ass up. Broke the little girl hand, arm, I think. Oh, I think it was. No chill. Yeah, this man had no chill. Uh fast forward it. Like when the dad found out, obviously the family found out like it was him doing all this stuff. They were like reluctant to do anything. Well, more so the mom than the it dad. The Big mom, up- yeah, more so than the yeah. Big up to the dad, cause he tried. <laughs> he shot dude, and it didn't nothing. Did he tried. He, he, he tried. You know what I mean? Big ups. Like you normally, you get these movies, and you're like, man, this is my kid. I can't do it. Like the mom, for instance, I can't do it. Where's he at? Where'd you take him? My man took him out there, shot him in the back of the head with a rifle, and did nothing. And you knew it was GG for dude. You knew it was over for dude. But I did like the little ending piece too, where they showed like the little news forum where you see him in the air just basically just causing. Yeah, I love that. I did like that, man. Like I said, like this movie wasn't the best, but it wasn't bad. It could have been way better. Like the concept was the concept was there. It just probably needed to be executed a little bit better. You want to go next, Ron, or you want me to be super cynical? I, I you can go. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Uh, so this is a film that I was very interested in. James Gunn and the Gunn family, they're really good at telling really strange mm-hmm. stories. Michael mm-hmm. Rucker is usually in these things. He's in the last scene that Dave just mentioned. Uh, that was kind of like a Justice League, Evil Justice League. Did you guys mention, Did you guys notice that? It was like a Wonder Woman, yeah. The Flash, mm-hmm. the question mark for the Batman. That was pretty cool. But I think that someone read Red Sun and was a Superman fan growing up and was thinking, hey, what if Superman came here and didn't have um, Jonathan Kent to steer him in the right direction. This is what this movie is. And I think that someone had images in their head and just put a narrative around it. So the movie, for me, felt like something was just missing. I think that it being an hour and 20-something minutes kind of hindered this film. If it had another 40 minutes to just show me more of the kid's motivation, I would be more satisfied. But yet that time skip, and I think that framing the story of showing the infertility books and then having them outright saying it that's a little bit too much they could have spent more time developing the relationship between those two people together right because i felt as though Mm -hmm. i didn't i just knew that they were married um same the dynamic wasn't there and who knows maybe it's not the most important part of the story but if there's going to be a fracture in the family i need to know Mm -hmm. more about them together where did you guys meet um other than that little when we were 12 years old did you really meet at 12 years old who was with their partner from there 12 years old that kind of kind of felt weird but anyways that's probably just me yeah, another um, thing, real quick, Cliff. Sorry, how'd you get that spaceship in there, like in that right, barn? Right, right. How'd you? That get don't that look pretty in? heavy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's the whole thing with Superman. Remember, there his spaceship was in the was in the barn too. That's where they got the cape and the S and the insignia, and he learned about his whole origin there. Um, in, in the original, not in the Man of Steel movie, it was a little bit different. He had to go out to the Fortress of Solitude. But anyways, um, 
it was framed more so like a horror film than it was a superhero film, which was which was good. And it has some of those jump scares. Ruthie jumped like four or five times, which is like baffled me. And I think that just having showing a kid since you have power that you're going to be evil was kind of lazy for me. Because it didn't really show mm-hmm. him being quote unquote bullied. It's just like some kids said some mean stuff, but that doesn't mean you he have to like, break people's yeah. hands and kill and just straight up murder people as a 12 year old person. Did that thing, whatever he was whispering, did it really yes. possess him? It, it, I think it, like it should have showed some more about like maybe it was something in the machine that took over his body. And that's and what I'm saying. That brain. time skip, bro. That time skip, I felt like caused a lot of this. Yeah. And to not know that you don't have powers until. You know, just flying around and just being able to use laser beams out of your eyes is. Since we know about superheroes, it's, it's easier to it's an easier pill to swallow. But I think that they could have did some more to show him becoming this this monster instead of just having him become the monster. So there's that. And the ending scene, the ending reel was, was amazing. I love that. I love um, bad endings or sad endings and evil endings. So that that was good for me. My um. Damn, I just had this thought. I just don't know. Go ahead, Ron. I'll come back up to it. Let me know. Go ahead. Yeah, you're good. You're good to go. Um, what, what do you think of this? <sighs> Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> I, I didn't I didn't like it. I didn't like it. Dookie, all. you ain't like um, it or you just ain't like it. In the, in the words of Reem, oh no, was it was it Reem? It was bleak, uh, blurdy bleak. He said, give it a one out of four. Is it runny dookie or what? It's it's solid. It's solid dookie. I'll give it solid dookie. Um, I can show you exactly what I didn't. Oh, it's better than Shimmer. Shimmer was a disaster. (laughs) We should not even mention that name. We should not even mention that. The Shimmer level level. But um, (laughs) um, (laughs) the same problems, the same problems you guys had. Like the the biggest problem I had with the whole movie was the story. Was the story and the care developed. Like like you guys said, it just it it was like. No source of nothing. It was just like, hmm, here's these people. Now here's the kid. Oh, guess what? He's bad. But we're not sure if he's bad. I'm sure he's bad. Okay, movie over. Like that was. I I was expecting if you if you want to take the whole Superman theme and basically say like, hmm, how things would have been if Superman was fucking bad, and you could have did this so much better. And I do like the idea of like a like a like a bad Superman kid because. That would be crazy. A kid with powers, like I said all the time, like uh, any, like if anything, a kid, kid get angry, right? So he's at the he's at the dinner table, and he just gets pissed off and decides, hey man, I wish my dad was flying through this window right now because he's pissing me off. And then he goes flying through the window, so that would happen. So I would think that was, I think, I would think that'd be a dope thing to capitalize on. But like you said, he didn't realize he had powers until he was how old? Like what, 11, 12? That that was kind of bothersome to me. So you had no, you had no idea, no inkling. Like at oh, all. He probably, not, not he probably never got like upset enough to act because it seemed like they babied the shit out of him up until the point where it was his birthday and the guy's brother tried to give him a gun for his birthday and he took the gun yeah. away and that's what triggered he re- it all. Because he realized, man, he don't need that fucking gun. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I didn't like the, I didn't like the the character development at all. I mean, normally I pick on the actor, but the actor actually wasn't bad. The kid. It's hard for it's hard to deem a kid a, a kid being a good actor or not. They just they just gotta be a fucking kid, which is not hard to do. Um, I didn't like I didn't like uh how he was just going around being a fucking sociopath, like Cliff said. Like there was like no evidence of him being like really bullied or like misused or he his parents wasn't like bad parents or he wasn't a foster kid. Like he had no reason. So he basically was just being a sociopath and they were trying to make it seem like it was voices in his head, but they really didn't 
elaborate on that too much at all either. That time shit, just, bro. I'm telling they you. They show yeah. like a figure like Jarrell or something. I just needed something to explain. Because even with Dragon Ball and with Superman, they explain like what his people were like beforehand. So if this was Goku without you know hitting his head, this would be what that is. But explain to me why his race of people is also is like this. Yeah. Why did they say? Explain him to me, did he get sent here, or did he get, or did, was it like a crash landing? That's one thing I also wanted to know. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Is it like a real Superman story where they were trying to save him, or like, or is he just an evil motherfucker here to take over the world? Which probably was true. Which probably true. I mean, because that was always that was always the side the side uh, um, notes to you know the the, um, the sayings and even Superman. You know that's how they said that that's probably the reason why he was really there and stuff like that. But you know, like the sayings, they were sent there. They were sent to plants as babies to destroy it and and then sell it to fucking uh, Frieza or just just destroy it. So they really didn't give no backstory or anything. It, it was kind of like you know you had to grasp it, grasp in thin air to figure out what was really like his intent, what was going on, and and then the fact that. You know he's being a fucking sociopath because everywhere he went, he left his mark, and y'all just are still trying to be blind eyed to it. And see, that's to me that was unforgivable. Not even a sense. Yeah, of but what you gonna do about that? What can you do about that if you know uh, you're exactly. little I mean, what well, you see the dad, you see what the, you see what the dad tried to do. I'm, yeah, I was saying big ups to the dad. He, he tried. My man tried. <laughs> tried. One way, I tell you right now, the one way I would have tried is I would I would have tied his ass up with some steel or something, try to drown him. I wouldn't even try to shoot him. Only way you'd probably kill him is from the inside. I was hoping they would do something like that, and he you just see his the kid smile under the water. That would be pretty dope. Right. I mean, right. I, 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 overall, I didn't like it. I could, I couldn't recommend it. Um, one thing about this movie is like once you found out this kid had his powers and he went around killing people, you knew there was no coming back for him. You knew he wasn't yeah. going to try to come back and be right. on the good side. That was it for dude. Yeah, I think they should have right. did more and, with and, the whispers. I think that you know to go from yeah. just being a kid to murdering people and like picking up someone's blood like to just think about what it means to be a person and to do those type of things there's there's a long stretch between a to z and he just kind of went there within just a couple days or a couple weeks that's kind of that's kind of i mean i guess that's why he's a he's a super villain (laughs) i got i got powers oh it's time to just start killing people cool Mm -hmm. what was that like i don't care about toys anymore i don't care about like did he come out that spaceship as a baby? Was he a baby in there? Or yeah, was they showed he him like... in the videos. He, he oh. was like the little baby, yeah. And then in the flashback, it was kind of like him and they were nursing him. Yeah. Uh, that's like that time scale. I felt like he could have done a lot more with that, man. I will say that flashback was pretty cool, though. The way that they did the whole him walking through the, the forest in the closet, that was pretty cool. And the blood coming yeah. out of her eyes. I think that, that yeah. scene, that nightmare scene was dope. I wish they just put yeah. more, oh, they put more yeah. into it. Right, and uh, that that whole uh, the whole scene with him uh, going to his aunt's house, which also was uh, his school psychiatrist's house, in the middle of the night, and no one thinks that's weird that a little ass kid is roaming fucking miles away from his house, and she just goes, "Yeah, walk home." So stuff, little <laughs> I know, stuff right? like that, yeah. which Sent is good for home. the movie. Stuff, yeah, stuff like that, which is good for the movie, but it's just not good logically. Just bothers me. So then the she guy, said, the you uncle, got your ass here, so you take your ass home. Y'all seen how he killed her husband though? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. So then, so then he finds. So then the husband. So the husband finds him in the closet with a mask on, and then he says, "She was helping me with my homework, motherfucker." But she sleeps. See, stuff like that bothers me so much because it's like, come on, nobody would believe that shit. Nobody in a right mind gonna believe that shit. Why y'all not calling his parents? He says, "You shouldn't tell my parents." I'm like, "All right, cool, bet." Yeah, look, when we get there, I just tell him I found you. And when I would have took him to the house and I'm like, "Yo, man, your son crazy. He was at my house in the closet with a mask on." 
while my wife is sleeping. You need to that mask is creepy, dude. That Mac, that man, he was like, it's not creepy, but like stuff like that, which is like I said, is good for the movie. It's just to me, it just it just bothers me because it's like you know, you know damn well this is not logical, and no one would actually do this. So that that makes me so upset. Like her going to go check her motion sensors and go, "Mm, it's broken. Let me go back in the house. Come on, really? Yeah, you got the motion sensors in. Apparently, everyone has guns. Why didn't you grab a gun? That's the thing I was waiting. Like, she's yeah. going to go out there. Yeah, you, you let me go the check these motion sensors. Yeah, you, you out there going to motion sensors, and apparently, there's a wolf running around, too. And y'all all know about it. Yep. So, you just go out there looking around, stuff like that. Just I'll be like, when people die, and that's why I don't like horror movies because I just be like, you, you asking to die. You <laughs> die. Yeah, people in movies just are generally dumb, like, they do stuff that other people wouldn't do, but then again. When, Dumb Dude. stuff happened in real life too, so I can't even say that. I just thought about it. But just like you piggyback what you were saying. Whoever that guy was who ran in front of me when we was trying to escape the killer when we was playing Dead by Dead on stream the other day. You which Cliff said you are. You know a dummy. Who you are. <笑>ディックダミーディックダミーディックダミーディックダミーディックダミーディックダミーディックダミーディックダミーディックダミーディックダミーディックダミーディックダミーディックダミーディックダミーディックダミーディックダミーディックダミーディックダミーディックダミー
And I feel like he has experience going up against people who have similar skill sets, my right. like Andrew. So Brendan, like he didn't fight nobody that could actually put up. So he was pretty much he was it in that whole movie. There was nobody to stop him. Like there was nobody fighting him back against him. So I don't know how he would handle someone like Matt, who, like I said, who also has the experience with it. But I feel like if Brandon's like growing up and he was this little shit, like now to always not afraid to use his powers and he already had a grasp of it at a young age. If he grew up and, you know, continued on this path, he'd probably take Matt. But as of this state, as him being a kid versus Matt, I'll take Matt. He'd be that dude from the boys. I kept thinking of his name that Outlander. Homelander. 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 He would basically yeah. be him yeah. growing up. <laughs> and one thing, one scene I didn't mention with the police. He tore those police apart. The, I bet the dude was basically liquefied on, on the on the porch. You just saw the blood and just I don't know. And then the, the he kept slamming the girl. That yeah, that was bro. a lot. So That's just taking that scene into account, I think that he would probably overpower Matt unless he's had time to hone his abilities because he doesn't have the range attack like the laser beams. And we're not we're not sure how strong he is. So Brandon apparently has the the strength of Superman. He could put his hand in in, in the fan. We haven't seen if Matt can take that type of punishment. So yeah, Matt would probably it would probably be a thing of mine. Him being older, he could probably talk him into dropping his guard and finding a way to destroy him there. Probably throwing him in space or something. I'm not sure if that would even do anything to him. So my heart wants wow. to say Brandon because this is obvious, but I think Matt could do something as far as like the mental. I'm telling game. you, man. Like I was saying last yeah, week, this this your sequel to Chronicle right here. Brandon over there in the news That'd at the end, cool. the, the whole news, the whole news reel. You see him fucking up the city, no one to stop him. Then all of a sudden, Matt come out of nowhere. That's and the then the chronicle, bro. Mm-hmm. And then the the ocean guy who's supposed to be like Wonder Woman or um, Aquaman. You have Wonder Woman, the Flash, like I said before, uh-huh. Martian Manhunter, and possibly Batman. Yeah, that'd be that'd be interesting battle. Matt would be all bomb. So, yeah, <laughs> I like uh. uh... This is this is tough for me. I, I feel like uh, Brandon would win this fight too, just just in a logical way, like you said, Cliff. If this was a uh, if this was uh, Brandon versus uh, Andrew, then I take Andrew all the way. I would take him one hundred percent. But Matt, uh, nah, they join forces. Know. I don't. <laughs> they nah, probably would nah, actually, because he's the apex predator. <laughs> oh no, yeah, he's the yeah, apex. Yeah. No, he's the apex predator. He's, he's got to be. He's got to be the uh, the dominant one. He's got. That's why. That's why he was acting crazy like that. That's why he was trying to kill him too. But um, uh, uh, like you said, uh, we don't know how strong Brandon is, uh, and we have we also uh, haven't seen uh, Matt take an actual like beating beating like how we seen Brandon put his hand in the fan. Brandon got shot in the back of his fucking head, and he didn't know it was coming. I feel like Matt would be able to like stop the bullet or or maybe back the bullet up or whatever the case may be if he knew it was coming, so he could project the you know the telekinesis. So I, I, this hard for me to say, but I, I'm probably gonna go with Matt just just over the fact that he's probably at the moment when he was what was he at the Himalayas? Where was he at? At yeah. that moment when he was uh, there, he, he seemed like he had more idea, more control, more you know thought on how strong he is, what he capable of, what he can do, what he can't do. So I would definitely take that over uh, young Brandon, inexperienced, just sociopath. And I think that time uh, praying with the monks would probably help Matt a lot too. You'll probably become a badass yeah. over time. See, as I said, we're kind of conflicted here. But yeah, Brandon, for me, I- I'm going to go with Brandon 100%. But Matt, Come on, Matt, if he wins, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. But yeah, I'm going to go with the powerhouse here. Yeah, I think, I think, uh, like I said, I think Brandon is definitely the powerhouse. 
But I think uh, I think I would just go with Matt. I got a, I got a feeling Matt would probably uh, fuck him up. But I got you know a feeling uh, uh, really that Brandon, Matt, I'm gonna go Brandon just, now. Uh, I'm Brandon then. No, no, I'm going Matt. I'm going Matt. Plot twist. I'm going Brandon too then. I'm going Brandon. Oh, I'm going Matt too then. See, I'm going Matt. <laughs> but uh, I think I think I think Brandon could fuck, probably fuck him up with the with the uh, laser beams. Who knows? This this is a tough one. This is really. He can, a tough I one. feel like Matt can like stop the laser beams with his telekinesis. But like you said, this not gonna be tough. Probably, I mean, it need a lot Crazy. of training. We yeah, yes. Yeah, I'm saying, how strong did he get? How strong is he? Think of think about how strong Brandon is, and he's only the kid. He just found out he got powers like six weeks That's ago. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's real tough. You know what? Brandon. You know what? I talked myself into it. I'm going with Brandon. Nah, I'm going Matt. Matt going to use that same spear he used to kill Andrew on this dude. <laughs> His trusty, dusty spear. <laughs> They're gonna bounce off him. Like, this is this all you got? And that was crazy how he killed his mom, too. That's ooh. I'm thinking about the, the ending scene. We just dropped her and destroyed yeah. the, the plane. Yeah, Bull is a problem. He, he needs to be stopped immediately. No, he used it as an excuse to say that's how she died. Like, yo, Bull a problem. Bull a problem. There's a comic now that you've mentioned uh, that you reminded me of that called Irredeemable, which is basically this is a Superman character. Who just one day flips on everybody, and he just kills everyone. It, it's it's actually pretty dope. I'll see if you guys uh we can I can get it to you guys. It's pretty short too. It's only like ten issues. But anyways, that's our thoughts on Matt versus Brandon. Uh, we'll put up the polls on Instagram and Twitter so you can vote this week. Let us know, and then we'll have the results next week. We're gonna wrap up the episode now. Thanks for joining us. As always, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter. All the information is going to be in the show notes. And we'll be streaming. Um, we always stream Monday through Thursday and then Friday nights with um, Mortal Kombat or Dragon Ball Fighters, depending on how we feel this week. I think I'm going to go to Dragon Ball because I'm tired of getting beat by Aaron Black. <laughs> At huh? least in Dragon Ball, I, I had bro, a chance. It, yeah, him with that gunslinger, bro, is just the most cheating thing I've seen. All Chico, week. Chico. <laughs> but yeah, y'all, thanks, thanks just low-key uh... just, just beating everybody. <laughs> Yeah, he, he knows it too. But yeah, thanks for uh, for being fans of us. It. Thanks for following us. We really appreciate the support. Make sure that you rate us on your favorite platform, whether that's um, iTunes or Google Podcasts. We can keep this thing going. Until next time. Bosses don't change a thing in the name of seemingly making it. Servants will kiss the ring of whoever they think is paying them. You don't deserve the spit that they hurled up in your face and shit. My name is Michael Render and we are the new Avengers. We here to tell you all your false idols are just pretenders. They corporations slaves and ditch it to all the lenders. So even if you got seven figures, you still a nigga. Some men are meant for the light to be shined out of shitty talking. Y'all better off trying to hide like they gay in the little pocket. We overly fucking awesome. They want to adopt our house.